1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Play action. Jones steps up right down the middle of the field. It's touchdown. Touchdown. Devontae Smith cannot be stopped. A truly special performance by the Heisman Trophy winner. Three touchdowns in the first half.
1: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Rodgey. We continue to talk about the NFL draft just two days away. Let's welcome in a guy that... uh, has been one of the most accurate mock drafters out there. It's a tough thing because they, there can be a team that does something stupid or or something outside the box and then it throws off the rest of the the entire draft. You're having a really good year if you can name uh if you can hit 10 to 12 in the first round. We welcome in Scott Smith at Scott Smith FF in 2018. Most accurate mock drafter across. Fantasy Pros. He's an NFL draft analyst. Scott, how you feeling? Just two days out. Is uh, after one, two? Uh, do you feel like you have a good grasp of things, or uh, who knows? It's 2021. No combine. No private workouts. Uh, it's tough.
2: Look, man. A lot of the, a lot of the information we we get tends to leak out of the combine. And uh, but look, the margins are starting to, to come clear. You know, you're starting to see some of these some of these betting lines and player props kind of kind of shrink and sharpen up a little bit. And uh you know I, hey, when we talk start talking about number 3, I've been pretty consistent over the last few weeks. I'm pretty confident that it's going to be Mac Jones. When did you get there? Uh probably about 2 weeks ago and I think, you know, when you really break it down as far as what Shanahan likes to do with that 49ers offense, Processing and quick passes is what he's going to want along with accuracy. He has wide receivers that he likes to get in, get the ball in their hands early and and have them get some yards after catch opportunities. And I I think when you start looking at the knocks on Trey Lance and the the knock on, uh, you know, Justin Fields, I I think it it brings you towards Mac Jones. And then when you've got a guy like Peter Schefter and the sources and, and relationships that he has within these NFL teams, I don't think that he is going to risk his reputation on, on being wrong. And I think, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's just too many big names with, with NFL insight and, and, and big connections that have Mac Jones associated there with the 49ers at three. Scott,
0: there are people who believe that Fields has the most as far as raw ability to work with. and And clearly, Shanahan is a very good coach and might be one of the few that could get the most out of a young quarterback do, do you think that matters at all here though like is this is this something that uh maybe the 49ers are thinking about that look we can get this dude who might have a higher upside than everybody else and shanahan will unlock all of that
2: you know i, I don't think it really matters in, in this case and in certain t- scenarios i think a lot of times when you're looking at, at teams that are drafting quarterbacks the teams that have tend to fail the teams that, that have a GM with maybe a defensive coach and that GM is basically picking what quarterback that team's going to play with. In this situation, you have Shanahan, who's one of the premier play callers in the NFL. You know, it's easy for us to, to sit there and look at the athletic traits that some of these players have. You know, the athletic ability of, of Lance and Fields being able to scramble and run. It's easy for the armchair scout like us to go ahead and sit there and, and break that down and say, oh, well, he's automatically better than Mac Jones. What we don't get to do is sit behind the scenes and draw plays on the whiteboard and really figure out how these players process football, what they see and what their strengths are mentally. I think that's something that Shanahan's been able to do, and I think it's very easy for him to go ahead and lean on Mac Jones as the fit there, and I, you know, I, I tend to go ahead and trust his judgment of knowing what he needs to, to go ahead and operate within his offense, and then you just look back at the players that he's had you know the Kirk Cousinses, the Matt Ryan's, all the way down the line, and Matt Jones tends to fit with that narrative. What happens with the number four pick? You know, I, I think Atlanta has shown their hand early. They're locked into Matt Ryan for the next two years. From a logical standpoint, it doesn't make sense for them to to go ahead and draft a quarterback, whether it be Trey Lance or Justin Fields, just to have them sit behind Matt Jones for—I mean, excuse me—Matt Ryan for two years. So I don't think a quarterback is going to be the 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 pick there. In being that they've shown their hand that they're not going to pick a quarterback, I don't think teams are going to pay what it takes to move into that position. So. I think they're going to go ahead and, and take the, the best player available there, which is going to be Kyle Pitts. You've heard some rumors uh, about Julio Jones possibly being traded. And I, I think that's basically a smoke, tree, a smoke screen to try to get teams interested that may want to jump up and, and, you know, maybe the Bengals jump up one spot to get Chase, who they've been heavily linked to over the last few weeks as well.
1: This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranje, our guest Scott Smith at Scott Smith FF on Twitter, one of the most accurate mock drafters around. He likes Mac Jones three, Cal Pitts four, and uh, you mentioned that Atlanta's kind of shown their hand. They're going to sit there at four and not move out um, for a team looking to grab a quarterback. Is uh, is there a team that you're concerned will jump into the top ten to grab a quarterback that will throw off your mock draft?
2: You know, the, when I really look at it and you start looking at compensation and what it's going to cost to move move up, you, you really start looking at the teams that need a quarterback. Denver has the most incentive sitting there at nine. They're already in the top ten. So teams are really going to have to jump them. Six, seven, and eight are the positions that I think to do it. The Lions somewhat make the most sense as the first position to, to go ahead and move. And I actually think Miami will stay put. And, you know, I think they'll end up taking Jalen Waddell is who I currently have marked to them. Um, but I think when you start looking at it, I, I think it's just going to take too much draft capital to move up for some of those teams. And I think when, when you start looking at deals, I think Denver is going to make the most sense to go ahead and move up from nine. Uh, I think they have the most incentive. I don't think Vic Fangio likes Drew Locke at all. And, and when you start looking at the team that's going to be moving back, whether it is a Miami, a Detroit or a Carolina, it makes sense for them only to move back a couple of spots gain some draft capital, and still be able to probably take one of the targets that they they would normally have sitting there at six, seven, or eight for those three teams. Do you
1: have any uh, over-unders on players? I know some numbers have been moving. Micah Parsons is uh, moving down every time you take a look. But any player prop over-unders that you really like?
2: Yeah, man, there's there's a bunch of uh, player props. Um, my particular philosophy when, when betting the draft, I think you take about eighty percent of your money, and, and you go ahead and make it on, on bets that that you think are going to hit. And I think you take about twenty percent, and you bet on some some high, you know, upside, you know, props that they have. One of the props that I like the most is actually a, a player to a team matchup, um, and, and that's Patrick Sertain to Carolina at eight. Um, there's a lot of good numbers with Patrick Sertain being the first defensive player off the board, but just to kind of give you an idea of how this line and has such value. So if you go over to Fox bet, they have Patrick Sertain to Carolina at plus 400 seems like pretty decent odds, but if you actually go to bet MGM, they have Sertain to Carolina at plus 1400. So there's a lot of value there on, on a long shot. Um, another good player prop that I like, I like Eric Stokes under 45 and a half. Um, he's been gaining a lot of momentum he's a big cornerback a lot of speed Uh, I think you're going to see Eric Stokes go in the first round before it's all said and done so that's another player prop that I actually like a lot
0: what about do you like the idea of and then there are quite a few of these props as well teams matching up with a particular position I mean there there are a lot of uh, choices that you can make right now that are that are plus money, you know, like uh, the, the Raiders taking an offensive lineman first, or you know, a linebacker defensive lineman, whatever. Are there any of those picks that you like?
2: Yeah, there's a few of them. I think uh, I think two of them I like, and it's not necessarily the position, but it, it's just the uh, plus money on whether or not you think both of these teams are going to go ahead and, and take offense versus defense. I think you start looking at, at Washington; they actually. I think they just had a little bit of a trade or acquisition today getting Eric Flowers back, it looked like. Um, But Washington to draft defense at plus 180 is a pick that I like. And then another low-key under the radar, a lot of people have been matching up offensive linemen to the Chargers. Um, You know, there's some rumors that Justin Herbert's trying to to get them to move up to draft Panay Sewell. But I think J.C. Horn in cornerback's a position that makes a lot of sense there to the Chargers where they're drafted, and you can get defense to the Chargers at plus 160. So that's that's two, uh, two, uh, two bets that I really like uh, as far as where the money's at.
0: What about how many trades there are going to be in the first round?
2: You know trades are so unpredictable. Um, even even in what I do uh, with, with doing the mock drafts, uh, you know it, the, the mock drafts that are accurate are, are are usually the ones that don't predict trades. But if I'm going to go ahead and pick a number, I think I think over three and a half would be the number if I were setting the line. So I, I think you're you're looking at right in that three to four range, and it's really a crapshoot. It's not something I'd be comfortable picking because the draft is so unpredictable. You never know what some of these GMs like Gruden and Mike Mayock are going to do. It's been hard to predict their pick. But I think when you start looking at it, you're going to have maybe one trade-up for a quarterback. And, and then you'll have you know, another team that I've been hearing that, that's really on the trade front is the New Orleans Saints. I hear they like Caleb Farley a lot. Um, I think that's a team you can look at. But I, I'd probably set the line right around three and a half and, and be willing to bet four.
1: With Scott Smith, rotoviz.com at Scott Smith FF on Twitter. This is BetQL Daily. Uh, Scott, I love your call of Sertan to Carolina because it feels like every mock you take a look at, they just slot him in, best defensive player on the board, right to the Dallas Cowboys at 10 overall. Are, are there any other consensus picks out there that you strongly disagree with?
2: You know, there, there's not a whole bunch that I, I strongly disagree with. I, I think there's a, there's some good player matchups, um, you know, specifically when we start talking about Carolina and some of these player props. You know, Panay Sewell, you can get at plus 450 and plus 550 to both Carolina and Detroit. And I think that's where he's going to kind of end up is somewhere in, at one of those two teams. And I, I think if you bet, you know, a unit on both of those bets, you're going to come out positive on, on that front. Some of the other uh, just some of the, the other players that, that I've seen, I don't agree with Devontae Smith going to, to the Giants. You know, There's been a little bit of smoke and rumor there. I think when you look with the acquisition of, of Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard gets to move to the slot. Then you have Slayton that, that operates best as the a, a, a number two wide receiver. I think when you start looking at Dave Gettleman and Daniel Jones, if they're going to operate and, and, and continue on and, and with the Giants, they're going to have to succeed this year. So that wide receiver position, it just doesn't seem like a position with Devontae Smith landing there that makes a lot of sense. I see them going more with the with the pick like Rayshawn Slater if he slides down, or, or even a, a defensive end.
1: Hey, Scott, any any other bets or intriguing angles that uh, that we have not hit on yet that you'd like to address?
2: Yeah, you know, as far as some player props. I, I I'm locked in on Mac Jones. I think there's still value with them with uh, minus 200 going going third to to the 49ers. Um, Jalen Phillips, uh, you can get good money on him being the first uh, edge defender, defensive lineman uh, taken uh, at plus 125. And if you uh, want to bump those odds up even a little bit more, going the same way, you can go head to head on at Fox Bet with uh, Jalen Phillips at plus 145 to get drafted over Quitty Pay. Um Trevin Moreg at minus 400 to be the first safety drafted. You know, those are negative odds, but I, I think he's locked in clearly as the first uh, safety that's going to be drafted. Um, and then one last one, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it before, but linebacker going to being drafted by Washington there at plus 325, a, a good bet that I, I like as far as where the money's at.
0: Maybe you've already mentioned this and, and I missed it. And if you did, I apologize. But is there something that you were just absolutely going to stay away from?
2: Yeah, I, I think any of the bets uh, as far as y- you have, you know, Justin Fields, you know, that that money with him going to, to San Francisco, even Trey Lance is, is going. I'm trying to stay away from that San Francisco situation with anything that, that's going there. Um, you know, some of the other things that that, you know, I, I would just stay away from the line on uh, whether or not you're going to have a, a running back drafted in the first round uh earlier in the week you could get the line at, at, at plus 200 as far as the under and then it kind of moved down to minus 135 that line is actually minus 200 at, at, at over one and a half running backs drafted so I, I would stay away from that line right now and then uh you know one of the other lines that i think you can kind of back off of is uh the number of wide receivers being drafted i think that number is, is starting to shrink it's at four and a half right now but the margins and odds on that bet is kind of shrunken and, and i think uh you, you can kind of stay away from that because it's, it's just not favorable anymore
1: very good scott smith nfl draft analyst follow him on twitter at scott smith ff best of luck with all your bets on thursday scott
2: all right guys y'all have a good one
1: thank you so much uh you have to go through that again and uh Make sure I got everything that he mentioned there because there's some <laughs> quality information. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Bronte. Uh We're going to continue the draft conversation next uh, on the Best well. Audio Network.